oh, I've just been having this conversation with this one person who I really strongly believe has been wanting to reach out to me, to connect to me, to have me possibly for his own attention because I'm absolutely blown away here. Okay, so I'm having a conversation with what I'm assuming is a Christian young man. And obviously, he's privier to my post because we're in the same group. In his Christian mind, he strongly believes, and I mean strongly, remember, belief systems are just belief systems, okay? He strongly believes that I am being manipulated by unforeseen entities for venerating my ancestrals. Now, when I hear an African brother speak this way, I know what I'm up against. I know that I'm up against a program. You know the program that Morpheus spoke about? The Matrix program? That this mind is not free from the mental slavery. So I go get the Bible because now I realize I have to speak your language so you can understand why I have chosen not to worship the God in the Bible. I'm going to quote from the Bible so you can see and understand why I venerate my ancestors. So I, I give him all the reasons. I show him in the Bible the rape, the murder, the human sacrifices. The fact that this God has killed more human beings, man, woman, child, than Satan. It states in the Bible that God has killed innocent people because he felt like it. Now, Christians don't want to hear this, but how can you deny it when I am quoting scriptures from the Bible, evidence showing that God has allowed this to happen. So the, the Christians say, well, God didn't do it, did he? God commanded man to do it. It's just as damn bad. 
It's exactly the same. God is not even doing the work his damn self. He could. He's all powerful, right? God is all powerful. God doesn't need an army. God is the army. Come on. He's all powerful. So why does he need men to do his dirty work anyway? So he commands men to destroy other men's families, children. He also goes on to say he loves the smell of burning flesh, human flesh, by the way. Because he was telling me that, you know, rituals and ceremonies is satanic. Like, come on. That means that the rituals and the sacrifices and the ceremonies in the Bible is evil too, right? So... The play is that it's one rule for God because he's God and one rule for everybody else. God can do whatever the hell he likes. He can rape women. He can kill all the firstborns. And I can go on and I can go on. But because he's God, he will never be put into a mental institution. The God of the Bible to me, my truth, if you want to feel offended by it, then you deal with that. But the God of the Bible has so much contradictions. The Bible feels like it's of a bipolar mind. Like the, the God seems bipolar. He doesn't seem sane to me. He seems so jealous that he's so insecure that everything and everyone is a threat to him. That's the way he's behaving. He's not behaving like a God that's all powerful. He is far too concerned about what the humans are doing. I don't get it. God should be busy making sure that we're happy. Not tearing down families and raping children and allowing madness to continue. But this is supposed to be a God of love. This is a God of war. The whole of the Old Testament is all about war. So when I have a young brother come up to me, who's been obviously reading my post, and obviously responding from his mental slavery, because... As an African who knows their roots, there is no way that brother or sister is going to worship God. This is what I'm saying. We are so programmed. But guess what? I can't and won't judge you because I was once there. Nobody could not tell me anything about God, about Jesus. Nobody could tell me nothing. I had what I had and it was what it was. I made it work. Nothing else mattered. I made what I wanted to work, work. And this is the same thing that this brother's doing. He was not taking anything from the Bible that I was presenting to him, showing him facts of the amount of innocent people God had commanded 
his slaves to carry out. He wouldn't do it himself. He wouldn't strike lightning and do it himself. He wouldn't use his own power to do it himself. He commanded men to do it. Come on, like what, seriously, what kind of God is this? And you Christians are making excuses for God's behavior because his name is God? Well, I cannot condone behavior like that. I will not condone behavior like that. I do not accept behavior like that. If God was an ordinary man, he'd be hanged, surely, or executed. Because that behavior is a risk to the whole of society. God was not a stable God. I tell you why. Because God himself stated that a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. He never said in some of his ways. God said this, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. You will find much conviction and contradiction in the Bible. And the excuses that the Christians make is that the Old Testament is the old law and the New Testament is the new law. It's the same God. Okay, what are you telling me? God's grown up and he's self-realized. He's realized that he was a terrible tyrant in the Old Testament. And he was an insecure, jealous human. And in the New Testament, he grew up. He self-reflected and realized Oh, I was a bad person. Now, I want to pay my karmic debt and be this loving God. Is that how it goes? Is that the excuse that you make? It's the same damn God. It's the same damn God that continuously says from the old to the new that he's jealous. Jealous people, for me, are unstable. Because the jealousy is a form of insecurity. An insecure person is unpredictable because they're in their pain body. Jealousy comes from insecurity. Insecurity comes from the pain body. It's a lack of. So what the hell is this all-powerful God lacking that he has admitted and we as fools have accepted that God is a jealous God? Hmm. And you want Bush Mama to worship God, who's unstable in all of his ways, because he's double-minded. I'm good, thanks. I'm really, really good. I'm good being happy with my happiness. I'm good being in the bush under a tree. I'm good drinking water when the sun is hot. I'm not into the Thai religion. I'm not into the mental slavery Nonsense. It is absolute nonsense. 100% nonsense. If you really think about the story and if you really start to question God and question your own self for believing such child's play story, it's like fairy tales, literally. The God that's in the sky with the big bad stick and the blonde hair with big bad voice, who's pointing fingers at you, Santa Claus doesn't exist, and neither does God. Not the God in the Bible. That God was really a slave master. 
a mass slave master that had every believer of itself numb and dumb and subdued in fear fear of hell every christian fears hell they sin from monday to saturday yes lying is a sin too you can't tell me you don't lie you can't tell me you don't lust you all do it but you are always the first to judge why because most christians 90% of them are unhappy because they're only in church because they fear going to hell and they're like acting like satan from monday to saturday and on sunday they go and confess and ask for forgiveness and think and actually believe strongly that they are saved from going to hell and then the cycle of satanism begins again on monday cheating lying stealing exploiting all of that shit so when christians come and tell me that my life or who i am and what i'm doing is run by some dark entities and i'm being manipulated i just show them people love because that's what they're lacking they're lacking love they're lacking insight they're lacking the connection to their divine self because they have given their power away to a god that does not exist in that form and they have hidden the real goddess the two in one the mother and the father the god and the goddess the priest and the priestess the shaman and the shamanka there's not just one there's always two it's polarity that's what creates the balance do you think the one can create balance on its own <laughs> it's impossible but yet we believe that there's only one god so what happened to the one goddess together making the oneness of all that is the balance so please save your energy bush mama is good you cannot and you should not waste your energy trying to convert the eye cuz the eye is good so good like the best i've ever been because i know my truth and regardless of what they teach in the bible that jesus is the way the truth and the life and no one comes unto the father but by him i don't believe that anymore i believe and know for a fact that my truth is my way and my truth is my only truth and that's the only truth that can set bush mama free i live my truth i am free so think about yourself and leave me i'm good I, don't waste your time there is nothing i need from you 
or you, or you, or you. I am my own energy supply. Attend to yourself. Do not judge others because they may think or live differently from yourself. Christians, if you are going to be a Christian, at least be Christ-like. You know Christ? You know the way he behaved and acted? Do you remember he was performing miracles? What miracles are you performing today? How many followers, real followers, do you have? Because as you can see, Jesus wasn't about this story. Jesus wasn't about quantity. He was about quality. He didn't have 12.K followers. He had 12. So if you really want to be Christ-like, you need to really know the lifestyle of Christ. And if you're honest with yourself, Mr. and Mr. Christian, you would know if your life is a reflection of Christ. You should know. It's not about what you show on the outside, the external, what people can see. It's how you behave when doors are closed. Are you being Christ-like, but yet you judge somebody else? Because they're not living the lifestyle that you're supposed to be living and not living? Stop it. Bush mama said, bond that. Fix up yourself and stop watching other people and let the people find their way, their own way, not that way or your way. Allow them to find their own way, whatever way that is. It's none of your business. Left people alone and mind your business. That's all I have to say today because I'm tired of watching the way Christians bully people. Even the vegans, the way they bully the meat eaters. Stop it. We've got to stop this behavior. That's how wars start. And that is how our vibration in our community stays low and stagnant. And nobody can rise above it. Because we're all stuck in it. It's about time to rise. And start to look at ourselves. Take your eyes off of other people. And be busy with your own purpose. Find your passion. And leave people business alone. Left it. And don't watch. Don't worry about Bush Mama. Bush Mama is good. You hear me? Bush Mama is really, really good. Don't, don't, don't put your Bible down for me. Hold your Bible if it's making you happy. Because my truth is really, really made me the happiest woman in my life. Me. I've made me happy by being brave enough, damn brave enough to speak my truth openly without any fear from you or you or you or even my own damn self. Because we can fear our own damn self speaking our truth and hold our own damn self back. I stop that. Because I realize if I want to be a free woman, I need to speak my truth. 
I repackage my truth so it comes out in a space of love and respect. But you're never going to stop Bush Mama from speaking her truth ever. You're not putting me in the prison I have escaped. You're not putting me where most of us have been and still are. I've broken out. So, Christians, in all of the WhatsApp groups that I will be posting this to, please respect my spiritual space as I respect yours. Bush Mama loves you. Satnam. Peace.